and sit. Welcome everybody to another episode of Reasonable Wrestling. It is I the Most High, Chris, and I'm here with my tag team partner, CT, a.k.a. Chitty Bang. What's good, everybody? How you doing? Yo, we are recording on a Saturday. Um, I think this might possibly be our new norm uh, with all of wrestling that's going on. Uh, Monday night, we have now Wednesday night, and the SmackDown premiered on Friday night, so we're coming to you live on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the unfiltered, unedited, uncut, underground, a professional wrestling podcast. If you don't know, now you know. You know what I mean? We keep it raw. We keep it real. We keep it high. We keep it high, <laughs> man. We keep it high. If you don't know... I'm very, very high right now. So <laughs> Come on, man. We need, <laughs> we need, we need this. Come on, yeah. get it. There's more water so, in your face, man. This so, is like, I, no, I'm good to go. This is this okay. is our season premiere, this right? Our, come Everybody on. had your season premiere this yeah. year? I mean, this week. This is our season premiere, and I am ready to go. Don't get me wrong. It was a lit week of wrestling. Uh, I'm just very high. So, <laughs> there's this. There's still that. Well, I mean, if you don't know, this is kind of, uh, uh, if this is your first time listening to Reasonable Wrestling, uh, we want to welcome you. Uh, like like we said, we're going to give it to you raw. We're going to give it to you real. We're going to give it to you high. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we might be the only podcast that kind of sit up here, try to talk logical, reasonably about uh, this, illog- this illogical, subjective uh, genre that yeah, we partake we, in. You we, know what I mean? We completely try to make sense of this uh, freaking concoction we call wrestling, you know? <laughs> There's so many levels to it, you know? It's a blend of reality and fiction. It's, it's a blend of business and creativity, and we try to just make sense of it all, you know, just make sense of that of this wrestling thing, you know, from our perspective. From our perspective. Because it and, is an opinion-oriented And, and for sure, and like we said, know? subjective manner of how we come to it, we try to necessarily critique things differently. Uh, we both are uh, um, aspiring filmmakers and writers, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, as you can see with the green screen, we do our own production value here. So we kind of look at WWE as the mecca of production when it comes yeah. to how they produce things, how things, you know... M- Storyline wise of wrestling, some of like wrestling be, ha, with how niche the genre is has outbranched itself to pop culture to where some of the wrestling storylines run within our own United States politics. You yeah, know what I exactly. mean, like, and Absolutely. so, like, I think that wrestling, <laughs> you know, what I mean, like, I, I think like I always say, WWE is Disney, like, we, we both say for that. sure. Um, it's created this thing that it's the number one of all live events like a live a live at the uh, Rainbow you know, brothers yeah, circus, circus it's, it's basketball it's, football sporting yeah. events is three their global brand is is is, is massive you know so these the, when it comes to wrestling it has such a stretch as far as uh reach in, in, in our For culture sure. in our culture in our, and it's pervasive to everybody knows the rock everybody knows these guys, you know, Hulk Hogan, Rick Flair, and then not even so him. much now in, in North America. I mean, let's take it back, uh, take it further to enter and uh, uh, just the how how broad wrestling can 
kind of uh, um, um, circuit itself. You know what I mean? So we we look at it uh, production wise. Uh, uh, mainly we talk about WWE, um, and you know when we look at wrestling. Uh, it doesn't make sense sometimes. It yeah. it just doesn't. Like you know what everything I mean. Everything that like, Shane McMahon does doesn't make you sense. Know what I mean, it doesn't. Everything that you know what I mean that happened over the course of discourse on Twitter doesn't make sense because all of what wrestling <laughs> creates. You know what I mean. Yeah. So, um, nah, man. Everybody has a podcast. Everybody has their lane, and this is ours. You feel me? So, um, like we said last time, whenever we see you, you know what I mean. If we fuck with you. We'll beep the horn at you, you Absolutely. know what I mean? If we don't, we probably will tell you. <laughs> on the way on the way out, you know what I mean? <laughs> um, so as we as we say that, yo, we're gonna get right into the thick of things of the week that was of wrestling, man. Mm-hmm. Um, this was the premiere of um AEW All Elite Wrestling. Um Matt Nick Jackson, Cody Rhodes, Kenny Omega, uh, the founding, the forefathers of bringing wrestling alternative, I should say, mm-hmm. uh, wrestling back, even though there's been alternative wrestling yeah. for some time I mean, now, you know what I mean? Like, but there hasn't been yeah. alternative wrestling on a major cable show. For cable sure. Network. For sure. And I don't think WWE looks at competition unless it's on TV, you know? So as far as it went... I mean, I think Impact to some degree they looked at it as a competition yep, Impact until they to, fucked until, everything yep. up. Um, but then it was gone. You know, and they, they didn't have to test themselves against anybody on par. There was no real energy behind it. So I was really going to be curious to see how WWE has been forced to respond. And that's what's cool about all this. It's been, they've been forced to respond, and I think it's bringing out the best and of I, WWE. And, and, I, um, and I'm glad that you mentioned that. Um, and as, as I say, we were flaming niggas today. Uh, my first on the list is Brian Campbell. But hearing you say that, I think that's what he was trying to um, uh, uh, say mm-hmm. in his tweets. Um, uh, Brian Campbell, uh, State of Combat Podcast, CBS Sports, all that good shit. We had a conversation on Twitter where he said that um, uh, the the feel of Wednesday night uh, was different. You know what I mean? He said it's the difference between pro wrestling and sports entertainment. Mm-hmm. And I think those two are synonymous. You know what I mean? Like I think they are because I don't think sports entertainment is not wrestling. Exactly. I think it's just the way that WWE produces yeah. wrestling. I think it's their branding of it as well. They're saying, hey, we're different than these other companies. We have this sports entertainment. This is the standard for wrestling. You know, and that's why they've grown so much. But as you say, what you said previously a couple seconds beforehand is about AEW's presentation and them being not impacts or, so to speak, or it forcing WWE's hand. That's perfect. That's great. You know what I mean? Like, and and it's been a while since WWE, because WWE doesn't feel that way with New Japan. WWE doesn't feel that way with Impact right now. WWE doesn't feel that way with MLW or anything like that. Like, nothing has forced. WWE to do what has been done, which is put in X. But again, we don't know because a few months ago in our business and logic, man, when we when we found out that Fox was going to get SmackDown and we thought mm-hmm. that Fox was going to get NXT, you know what I mean? Yeah, like we yeah, kind of yeah, yeah. knew that they threw the bag at them, man. It was so much goddamn money. But we knew that NXT was going to go somewhere. somewhere. Yeah, we did. We were on. You know what I mean? We we, we knew that NXT had asset. You know, depending I on do, the money. I still, I still think for NXT the money gonna, for sure. I still. I think NSC eventually is going to tour. I, I do yeah. still think that's going to happen, and there will be the home base will be Full Sail University. But, yeah, we we, 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 we called it, um, them going out there. And we were there live this week, so we saw the uh, season premiere. We saw the season premiere of them. Live, of, and they yeah. tore the house down. The energy was so palpable the entire night. 
So as a fan, um, I, I, I really, even though AEW took them in the ratings, I think it's because of the buzz. I think when it comes down to it for sustainability, what we have this podcast called what? Eighty two weeks, right? 80, 83 weeks. Eighty three weeks. weeks. All right. WCW was at the. At had, the peak, they had the ratings for 83, 83, 83 weeks. weeks. And then, um, rap. And then it's a rap, you know. So <laughs> I don't even think that with the story, because you, you keep saying it, storytelling. Yes. NXT has perfected their own niche of storytelling within their matches, their uh, production between uh, their characters. Over time, where I feel like they'll lap AEW if they keep doing what they're doing now. They'll lap them as far as their tour storytelling. Of course, you know, and I think that to have sustainable viewers, twenty like three hundred sixty five days a year, you have to tell stories that are going to make us tune in and, and, and want to care about these matches. Because I'm a guy who likes matches. Like, I will tune in just for like a really good match. Because I'm I'm a wrestling fan though. Like, I'm a real niche wrestling fan that's been watching wrestling my whole life. If you're on television now and you want to have this ratings battle with NXT, you're going to have to provide stories. And NXT already has that on lock. Not to mention, they're bringing back Finn Balor, who has um, name recognition for their television show. So it's um, a matter of the um, the marathon, not the sprint, as far as how you're going to get your guys and, to and, compete. And, and see, WWE uh, put out a mission statement or put out a statement after Wednesday to congratulate AEW to say exactly that. And I don't know if you read it, but they said that, you know, you know, thank you for making this a competition. Hopefully, this is not a sprint. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, okay. you know, you know what I mean? Like, and, and, and I'm paraphrasing. You know what I mean? No, but, and, I'm, but I'm glad they showed love. You know. But I mean, realistically, the business was elevated. It so was. if and now, and I will sit here as much as I shit on AEW, man. Listen, the admiration for those guys is legit here, man. Like they said, when 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 the Golden Lovers and the Elite had that storytelling, like you said, storytelling, yeah. and then they got together and they they had the yeah. merch that said "Change the World," and we didn't know what that meant. Yeah. And then they start a company. They changed the wrestling world, bro. Mm-hmm. Like the but prophecy was there, fulfilled they, there. What you just said there that you you attached to that storyline they told us for in sure. Japan. I was, and if they can bring some of those elements into their AEW product. They can have a real impactful yes. emotional yeah. connection with their with their with their fans, but you, but for all the buzz, I think people are really excited about this one show. And I'm like, listen, and this is horses. so story. I'm a, I'm a fan as far as what they produced on the on the other shows they had throughout the summer. So I'm a fan of what they produced, but you're right, they're missing that story. But I'm a guy who likes matches. I never bu- I never booked AEW because I didn't know the direction that they were going. But my thing is, is that if they wanted to do, listen, they wanted to hone themselves back to pro wrestling, long term storytelling. I'm talking about Dusty and Rick. We're talking about Magnum TA and 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 Tully Blanchard. We're talking about storytelling of of Rick turning on uh, Sting in a tag team match mm-hmm. when, when when Sting thought like if you want to tell entrenching storylines because I'm not even using you see I didn't use no WWE or WWF those if y'all want to go back to NWA and WCW and you want to tell those stories that made a wrestling fan a pro wrestling yeah, fan man, fall um, in love we'll with talk the about, you know with, the Vires and, with the and, and uh, the Freebirds like kind of like that's not that's outside WWE but if and it created a most connection with if they wanted to tell the story they and they started in New Japan this is what I would have done when Cody came in to infiltrate the bullet club Cody should have been the evil dictator 
We should have saw Cody rip it from the inside. Or we could have at least had the storytelling of Kenny being jealous. Because Cody was because if you want to, Cody's right now getting a lot of baby face. Yeah. Cody right now, Cody right now started the company. You know what I mean? So we can use that to not make Cody. I a think heel. if they made Cody the leader of the Bullet Club as this evil dictator, it would have worked. But I, I have no idea. I, I what, what, what I was, what was going on with this no, creation what they was, created. No, what, no, that's what I'm saying. That's I would have. That's that's what I was getting to. I would have had. I would have. Threaded the, I would have threaded the needle of New Japan to AEW with the storytelling of Kenny and Cody. And I would have yeah. made the first AEW championship with Kenny and Cody. Granted, I know it would have looked, it would have looked um, a certain way. Yeah, but, the, but my thing is, this, if you're taking the fans that are already part of being the elite, yeah. if you're already taking the fans that are already from New Japan, and you're bringing that over... And then you're able to tell a story. You see they had the production value. You see they can tell. If you have a story to tell with those. Like, I didn't give a fuck about Cody and Sammy Guevara. Cody is overlooking this kid. You know what I mean? Like, that story didn't matter. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, it didn't didn't mean mean anything. Yeah, I saw saw what you were trying to tell. Yeah. It didn't. I would have loved to have seen Cody and Kenny bleed into AEW. And I would have made it. And then the undercard. If you wanted to have Jericho and Moxley there, I would have give that the bump, not put, not you know what I mean. Okay. I would have did it that way to, I, I to, to create they, or generate and, something. And, you know and I mean? that's a cool way to uh, to book it. I, I, I think, uh, as far as if you're looking at from a perspective of somebody who's a wrestling fan, all this matter. They're saying they might look at it because there's business involved in this as well. So you have Chris Jericho, who's been on TV. And when people change their channels or look at a poster, they say, oh, I've seen that face before on my tune-in for Chris Jericho. I know him. Oh, he was on Dancing with the Tough Stars. Like, so it's, it's a lot of um, – we're talking about this wrestling thing. Like, you know, this is wrestling. It's, it's very, very convoluted as far as why people make the decisions they mm-hmm. make when they present a wrestling product. Business and logic. We yeah. have a segment of business logic. We're going to touch on that in a little bit. Mm-hmm. But um, like CT said, we was in the building. At full sale, uh, we, didn't necessarily, we didn't. We didn't. was there. While was, was there. Entrance. It wasn't like it was a great night. It, was like it, was like a, it, was like it wasn't like we picked the side, but we picked the side. You feel me? Um, um, Low key, we mm. picked the side. But I guess why I was like kind of like instigating before all this happened because I just want to see good wrestling, man. And I think people need to feel pressure to produce the best product. I think that uh, it's it's a matter of. Um, same man, yeah. You know NXT's NXT's NXT. Like you know, and and, and I think if you look at it match by match, there's no compare comp- comparing the two shows. No match no. by match NXT. At least for me, match matches were way more well put together than anything on the night um, for AEW. So long term, even just match quality, I feel like uh, they have the edge over AEW. So. Now, as far as them going out and selling, AW had a buzz. They had a real strong buzz. They going out people were curious. Fourteen thousand tickets. You know, if you can conti- like if you can take, that's what that's what I'm saying. Like if you can combine an IRH fan, a T Impact fan, a New Japan fan, um, all these independent fans, mm-hmm. and come together and go to an AEW show because they're revolting against WWE. Then you may be able to do that. 
Yeah, and just been a niche and pocket of mm-hmm. dejected wrestling fans saying, oh my God, WWE shit. Exactly. Oh exactly. And if that, yeah, I didn't know it was, but I don't think that whole rating is all those fans. Though. That's what I worry. You know, I think the range was a lot of people who are like me and you who are like, yo, let's tune in because let's see what these guys got. We want to see it. And I'm not saying they, they had a bad show by any means. I think that they have some stuff to work on. Um, I, and I guess people can get excited about people debuting like um, well, Jack Hager and Just Incredible. Um, but well, that, it wasn't necessarily Just Incredible. Just it Incredible. Was a, it was a lookalike. The MJF <laughs> guy, the guy that wrestled MJF. Oh, they oh. called him Just Incredible. <laughs> 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 Uh, uh, wait, was Brian Cutler? This was all white, all white bar people look alike, bro. Nah, um, but yo, yeah, they, I think they 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 they, they gotta step it up. They gotta step it up. AEW gotta step it up for me. Well, what was just for me? A lot of people were saying well, they had a great show. Tell me some of your pros and cons from AEW since you watched it, and then we'll talk about NXT since we were there. I think that the the like it looked good, um, but and I'm not a guy who's so set on like okay, the entrance has to be a certain way. I just want uh, the way you, first of all, shoot your shots and the way you um, tell a story in the ring, you know? And, and, and they did a lot of promos. They, have, they had Lucha Brothers and they had SCU. Uh, they had Prior Party. Had oh, a, that was bad. Prior Party had a little segment with Jay and Bob. That was bad. I just don't think that you're getting these guys... Um, the rub in any way as far as the first night on AEW. I think they have to do things that make us like, oh, I want to tune in next week and I don't think they did that for me. Uh, only thing I want to tune in for is for to see what happens with the Jericho and thing. Only because I want, want them to see how they figure this one out. Like, how are they going to explain this? And I, and I really am curious. I want to know how they're going to explain this Jericho faction if it's a, if it's a faction or not. Uh, Nah, it's it's what, and that's my thing. Like the the thing that they're telling with the tag teams. I'm glad you mentioned SCU and Lucha Brothers. That was shit. That interview with Tony Schiavone at the top of the ramp. <laughs> that pull apart fight. The show kind of was, felt was, like was, was, like like an old WCW show. It kind of felt like mm-hmm, an old WCW show in mm-hmm, some manner. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not a good thing for me. I think that WCW is old school, very old school, too old school as far as how they um, book. Uh, how they booked wrestling and then they got blown past and, and surpassed by WWE because of innovation, you know? And I think that wrestling has innovation in it, but I don't think what they did that night was anything groundbreaking as far as wrestling. So and that was my thing, too. Like, a lot of... And that's what I'm saying. Like, when I asked last week how much dick y'all sucking, like... It's not legit. dick sucking. I think people no, want to see something no, but that's better my thing. But, but, and they want to see a competition. And I, I, mm, I'm, mm. I mean, I'm for it. Excuse me, I'm eating some cookies because I'm high. Listen, it's not that, CT. It's not that they're asking for something different. Because there's plenty of things for you to go seek out that's different. No, like as far as... My know, thing is... is know, they, they're excited. No, 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 my, no I'm, I'm going to say my point. Niggas is dick sucking because when AEW's presented on TNT and looks like fucking WCW, it's not a fucking better show than NXT, nigga. I don't give a fuck what you say. Uh, God. You can you can cape for him. I'm not caping got- for him. I'm not caping for him. I'm just saying, AEW has a lot to work on. 
to for, for sustainably going going down the line with WWE. I'm looking at the way you hear me, man. It's not like I'm caping for them, but at the same time, they have they they just started. You know, like, I feel you. They, they just, just started. I hear you. They just started, you know, but they're I, opening I matches. And I, don't, and I don't know how to create. Uh, like if I were to create a, a wrestling company and put it on for the first night, like that's not going to compete with NXT long term. But they're still trying to create this thing called I, AEW. There's I, been a couple I, of shows. But my thing, I, I hear you. But my thing is, um, and that was the argument that I was trying to present last week, was that NXT does that month gap of long-term booking to fill it. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, they don't have the luxury like AEW does. <laughs> Granted. They had to get logistics and stuff like that and money and had to get people in the contract. So they probably didn't have the creativity, excuse me, to get, I'm sorry, man, fuck it. They probably didn't have the creativity to put behind to make this show stick. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But when in advance of your first show on TNT, it's Sammy fucking Guevara. And Cody Rose, mind you, once they started that, pro- once they announced that match, they didn't put nothing out for Sammy. They didn't. They didn't. They didn't build this kid up. They didn't say he was a, 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 a prodigy out, like TJ. When he, when he came or out with like that, that, like that first shit, my girlfriend just started laughing. Bruh, it was a rap. <laughs> it's uh, bruh, it's a rap. Especially when niggas is clicking automatically and they know NXT starts at eight two, and the first interest that they see is bam. And if you wait a couple more minutes, you get a boom in that motherfucker. And I'm telling you, you're sold. Here's the thing, though. I think that when comparing, um, like Stark, Stark, I don't like to compare the Stark potential because that right there, it's you, they have they would no company would have the star potential of NXT right now. You know, no no company has it. But as far as creating something that's an alternative. And its own niche. With the pieces you have, they need to do better than this. Yes. That's what I'm trying to say. Yes. Pretty much. They need to do better than this. Look at MLW, uh, man. And Look at MLW. Like, I'm invested in the storytelling that they tell. Sometimes it's not for me. I tune in, I tune out. But every time I look, it's consistently written well. It may not always be produced well. It may, But also, I do know that they don't have... The money behind it. Mm-hmm. If MLW had Tony Khan, I'm telling you, that's real competition. So if if MLW and and merged the storytelling with AEW's production, would it be a good mix? Fuck yes, and that's real competition. Okay, like and that's what gets me mad when people have their when we're like wrestling's already niche. Mm-hmm. Don't tell me that you're looking for something when it's right there. MLW's already been doing a hybrid in the sports thing mm-hmm. and, and, yeah. and and integrating the luchas and that's where you see Penta and, and Phoenix first that's on true. TV that's here. That's where we. That's where oh, we oh, I saw I'm him. sorry. That's where I saw. Him. I'm sorry. I'm lying. He was on Impact Penta, but I think they were then. You know what I mean? Like they were. But I saw him first in MLW. So personally. that's what I'm saying. So now then you got the uh, you got Tom Lawler and Davy Boy Smith Jr. Mm-hmm. Not you know what I mean? Like going hoss matches. Mm-hmm. And the reason why. I don't fuck with AEW for one. The reason why I don't care about Jack Hager is because Jake Hager was in MOW and he I don't know the business behind it and I may be talking out of school here, but fuck them. They don't fuck with me anyway. 
I, uh, uh, we were going to, they was going to do something in the jungle and have a UFC tile, um, type, um, a Ken Shamrock all heart in the dungeon match mm-hmm. with Tom Waller and, 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 and Jack Swagger. The Lions did match? The Lions did match and he pulled out of it. Why? Pulled out of it. Why? I think because he had, he, uh, I think because they didn't want to prom- they were going to make it to see UFC versus Bellator or something like that because Tom Lawler wrestled for UFC. Uh-huh. And, and and I guess between his contract with Bellator or whatever the case okay. may be, they pull, well, he pulled out of it. Well, would you pull out of it if you had a contract with more money? It don't, I mean, my did thing, he already make the promise to do I, I don't, My thing is I don't know if it's more money if you're coming back to wrestling. Okay. I mean... I don't know. I don't know what. Well, Jake I mean, no, Jake be. Hager's not. All I know is that Jake Hager's not Brock Lesnar or Kane Velasquez yeah. or Bobby Lashley even. Yeah, he, all I know is that um, AW just you gotta you gotta write something for these people because because wrestling quality you got you got I see I see I see pieces there. I see you all having real good runs and real good matches, but. This storytelling got to be in there. Bringing back Jack Harden is not going to make me no, tune in. No, no. Personally, me personally. No, and, and, and not at all, man. But that's not for me. And it's not that he's a bad wrestler. I think that he can have great No, I, I like Jack Swagger as a wrestler. I just don't know how committed he is to wrestling. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, that's my thing. So you bringing him back like he's some type of big thing, but I don't know how he committed. You know what I mean? And then compare it to what we seen on Friday. It doesn't. It doesn't compare. What can give you a competitive edge in today's red-hot housing market? Rocket can. That's because Rocket Mortgage can give you a verified approval. It could help your offer stand out. Rocket technology provides a rock-solid verification of your income, assets, and credit, giving sellers greater confidence in you. Go to rocketmortgage.com or call us today at 8338-ROCKET. A verified approval is based on an underwriter's analysis of your individual financial information, appraisal, and title report. Call for cost information and conditions equal housing lender license in all 50 states and must consumer access.org number 3030. Even though we know Kane Velasquez is not going to be there for a long time, yeah. the intriguingness of Kane being there yeah. and who he's going against is more than what Jack Swagger's doing, or Jake Hager, or whatever you want to call him. Yo, speaking of Kane Velasquez, yo, that full circle booking from the beginning of Raw to the end of SmackDown, I'm fucking with it. Like, I did not... They, I mean, they booked the whole uh, Seth Rey Mysterio match, and going into it, I thought they were going to have Seth Rey Mysterio, but I'm kind of glad the way they did it. Like, you know, and I usually get mad when they book things and I don't see it. Um, I think the Brock Lesnar thing is... Uh, Way to get Fox got eyes on Fox for sure. Fox is the A show now. Yo, Fox. I mean, I mean, SmackDown is the I mean, A show for clear, sure. I mean, especially uh, I'm all a promotion. The dog, they promotion. It's promotion during MLB postseason baseball games and NFL football. Dog, there's no way they can do less than the three and a half. Yeah, they did damn near. They did. They did damn near four. I think yesterday, but you mm-hmm. got to be listen. SmackDown can't pull in the same amount of eyes as Raw. Let's just put it that it way. It can't? Can't. So Raw's always going to have more. No, I'm saying I'm saying for SmackDown to be success for Fox. Oh, so, for so which one had more ratings this time? I mean, Fox had more ratings. It almost did 4 million. But what I'm saying is, is that consistently, like, Raw's out of two. Two and a half. Consistently, do you think SmackDown's going to get... Three million, four million viewers. I think they put together a really good show for the first show. Honestly, I think they put together a really good show 
um, for their first Friday night on SmackDown, and I think they have something there. If if to, for, as far as keeping keeping the viewers, obviously the Rock's not going to be there every night. No, I, that's We're not, not going to see Cable Lasses. I mean, but that's what I'm saying. I, that's there. what I'm saying. I don't know. I don't. I but, can't personally say that. I, I will. When it comes to WWE shows, I'm booking it. I'm. I'm. When it comes to WWE shows, NXT ranks one, and I think outside of the production value of the new set and the feel of SmackDown being on Fox. I still think Raw was a better show. Raw? I, I still think Raw really? was a better. I still think Raw was Raw a better. Was not a better show than SmackDown. Yes, yes. I think Raw. I think Raw was a better show. Um, and the reason why, okay, honestly, NXT, like we were there, you saw Adam and and Matt kills it. You got the Wale there with Street Profits. They kill at the main event. Yes. Shayna Baszler and Candice Array, great match. They kill it. Finn Balor shows mm-hmm. up. Tommaso Ciampa shows up. Crazy NXT storyline production TV uh, that niche. I am uh, a complete. I buy in for NXT. Yeah, I buy. I like, buy, buy in. They're the best wrestling. Yeah, absolutely. they're they're the best. If people want to have like just tune in every Wednesday, man. Every Wednesday, it's the best wrestling. Mm-hmm. But outside of NXT, coming into Monday, um, uh, uh, coming into last Monday, uh, the season premiere. I like the new set. Um, I do want you like to like the SmackDown one better or the Raw one better. I <sighs> so I thought I think SmackDown. Nah, man. You know what? I that looks like a fucking skateboarding ring. I that's that's what make, that's what's dope about it. I wonder how they can they can use it pretty cool. That's that's what I'm saying. With some fun that, house shit. Some, you know, <laughs> and no, honestly, when when Ray came out. When Ray came out, I don't know if you paid attention, like, the different masks with it. Yeah, that shit was fire. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, that Pyro's was dope. Back. Pyro's back. Yeah. Um, one thing I do want to touch on Raw that I, I, I am not a fan of and that SmackDown is clearly ahead of them in. Um, and actually, I think SmackDown has the best commentary of wrestling. I think SmackDown has the best commentary yeah, yeah, of between AEW, even the NXT. I'm not a super fan of Murrow. I'm a big fan of Murrow. I, 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 no, no, no. Let me take that back. Let me take that back. I'm a fan of Murrow. He's funny. Though. I'm not a super fan of Murrow, Beth, and Nigel. Okay. I don't. That threesome pause doesn't necessarily. I actually think mess. that. Shout out to you know Brent Williams and Vic Joseph. They did a good job. Get Jerry the King Lawyer out of here. Di- he, listen, he was, listen. Jerry was bad. Jerry was bad. I don't know where Tom. Listen, where's Tom? Tom I thought I think Tom Phillips now is in uh, NXT UK, but I would have rather had Tom Phillips. Was he the guy showing people his dick, taking dick pics and shit? I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't, I'm not sure. I don't know what's going on. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> but commentary, commentary was something that was definitely not on par. But production value, um, having obviously mm-hmm. built-in storyline to kind of like you know, it wasn't um, a reunion show per se. Uh, but it, it did have its moments. Um, uh, like I said, Raw was booked better to me for the long term. SmackDown had a great opening presentation. Like, yeah, if AEW had SmackDown. No, that's yeah. what I'm saying. But if AEW had, like, if they had the rights to the Four Horsemen mm-hmm. or something like that, if Rick wasn't on a contract and doing something like that, honoring them, or if they were if they were able to get Sting mm-hmm. or something like that, or, you know, if AEW was able to do something what the SmackDown did, which was bring The Rock out. 
You know what I mean? Like I know there's no one like yeah, The Rock, yeah. but in a wrestling James Silent <laughs> James Silent Bob. That's what I'm saying. Listen, you can't tell me you want something different than wrestling or call AEW sports uh, 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 pro wrestling and say you want to get rid of sports entertainment because WWE does too much. And they bring in Jay and Silent Bob for one. And granted, CT made great points that uh, Chris Jericho is very reputable and noticeable. He's also He's 49 yeah. and an ex-WWE guy. Also, yeah, I want Chris Jericho to drop that title as soon as possible. To be quite honest. And, and I'm not all for the... But my thing is going. also, too, and you have to make it work business-wise. If Pac is going to be on TV, Pac should have been on last pay-per-view and winning your title. That's, 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 just, that's just logical to me. I don't know how you make that work, but if he give you $100 million, you need to go in there and be like, listen, man, I need another mil. That's what it's going to take for me to get Pac... You know what I mean? Like, Pac needed to be there last show at All Out. He needed to win. Him and Paige needed to have that that showing. They needed to elevate two new stars. Mm-hmm. And Pac needed to come on TV and do the same Neville character as your champion and have Kenny and Pac go at it. How did, um... Or whatever you do. Who, who or, Pac, Pac and Cody or who whatever. Who did Pac face last, last show? Kenny. Kenny. Yeah, he faced Kenny, yeah. Yeah, that would have made more sense, too. That would have made more more seamless. You got to get started with something, like, consistent. Consistent, you know? and, and what I also don't get about AEW, and I'm sorry to get on this AEW changes. No, we got you, You guys man. said that wins and losses matters. Yo, where's your win-loss record? They're on the bottom. I don't be seeing they're, shit. No, they're on the bottom or when they come in at the entrance. Okay. When they come in at the entrance, they have a little a win-loss thing in there um, that, that, I, that I be seeing. Um, like, MJF had a... Uh, oh, oh, uh, oh, uh, oh, one and one because I think he lost a six man tie. Okay, but that so like it, it shows it shows. Um, but yeah, I, they, they they don't really bring it up on the commentary. It's I mean, I, it's not. I'm not trying to hate on them, but I'm, I'm really curious to see what they do next week. Honestly, I think next week I can really get it. Next week I can get a chance to see if they get some some, some continuity. continuity yeah, you know exactly. what I mean? Some, some continuity. And like uh, like I said, man. Like I mean, in Fox, granted. SmackDown had a great show as well. Um, as far I don't want to say that SmackDown wasn't booked correctly or booked well. I just know that the bleeding of Fox is going to lead into Raw, so it's not mm-hmm. it's not exclusively to SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. you know what I mean? Like yeah, that, so you can't, that, even for Fox, even you can't, for Fox, you can't, even, you can't tell right now exactly the, the continuity exactly. You know, um, because because so uh, uh, Tyson Fury. Who mm-hmm. got into a Braun Strowman? Yeah, is going to be on Raw. I had to you know think I mean? to myself when I saw that: Do I really want to see Tyson Fury knock out Braun Strowman? And the answer was yes, man. Yes, for yes, sure. I do want to see. Of that. course, you know I do want to see. That. You know why? Yeah. Because we saw Brock uh, give Braun a stiff one, pause, and we was like, "Ooh, <laughs> if they were able to go at it, do you think Braun would have gained back?" And my thing is, as bad as Brock was with Braun. In that aspect, uh-huh. he wasn't that badass when came for last quest. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think that because you know him and Ray on Raw, it was like kind of like why the, it just made no sense. Bro, it made no sense. It made no sense. And then they didn't give me the Seth Rollins um, Seth Ray match that that I wanted to see. And then by the end of SmackDown, I got it. 
even with Kofi losing quickly, I, by the end of SmackDown, I understood, oh, King, that's why shit is like this. And I'm, I'm with it. I'm, I'm with it. I want to see what they do with it. And it's I'm okay great. with it. And it's a great character development for Brock, the guy who actually defeated him in the legitimate thing that they did. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so yeah. I'm down with the storytelling. I'm down with where they're going. Even if it's just as a guy to back up Ray, I'm down with that um, storytelling on, on SmackDown. Uh, but speaking of Kofi Kingston, let's talk about Black Twitter real quick. They went to a frenzy. Black Black, Black Twitter. Twitter. Black, Black Twitter, Twitter <laughs> real quick. Uh, my mouth is so dry. Um, you got yeah. your water, yeah, man? Yeah, Black yeah, Twitter, man. Real um, quick. Black Twitter, man. They went crazy and they went to a frenzy about Kofi losing so quickly. Yeah, man. And my thing is is that like I, I, I gave congratulations to Black Twitter last week because like our presence needs to be felt. Our voices need to be heard. Um, us being at elevated on, and on these platforms needs to be um, expounded on. You know what I mean? Um, but come on, man. It's, again, it's wrestling. You, you know what I mean? Like, come on. Let's honestly, for sure, think about what the fuck we're talking about sometimes. You know what I mean? Like, make it make sense. You know what I mean? So, listen. Boom. Kofi loses. Granted, not the most ideal circumstances, but... People want to mourn how they want to mourn. Cool. <laughs> but realistically, man, Kofi got a spot that he necessarily was not primed for, ready for, or what they wanted to do. And I, myself, we have a year ago did a podcast where I didn't personally believe that Kofi Kingston was main event material. But he Until was. story... No. He, it's not... he Again, storytelling makes a person. Absolutely, but... I'm telling you, storytelling is a person, so it worked. It worked. You know, so they have the right to mourn. They have the right to do their thing. However, I was mad when it happened as soon as it happened. But once I saw Cain Velasquez, I was like, okay, I get what they're trying to do here. They have to, that means there's only so much time you can milk that Cain Velasquez brought, but that's okay. So as far as the, the, the booking of the show, they had to book it that way. I personally would have liked to see Kofi have a fighting chance, uh, even if he lost in defeat, and, but ended like a fighting, like, get some something in. And I think that's what a lot of people were saying. Champion. That's what, but again, my thing is continuity, logic, reason. Didn't didn't Brock Lesnar just take the job for for Goldberg? Do we not remember Survivor Series when 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 he came back? And, and and Brock hit him with this I mean and Goldberg hit him with the spear, spear, jackhammer, universal championship. Yeah. I mean, do we not remember when also Brock came back and demolished our beloved John Cena, greatest of all time? <laughs> At least John Cena got a minute though. Uh, but the, uh, <laughs> but this is what I'm saying. Got it's wrestling. No, but yeah, it's wrestling. And I think that if this happened and he didn't beat Randy Orton. Um. Yeah, I would be upset, or but that wouldn't have happened, you know. Obviously, because of the title match. Uh, but yeah, we. But since he beat Randy Orton, had a big kind of victory. I'm I'm fine with it, you know. And my thing is, is like, yo, everything don't need to be like. Listen, we know wrestling is racist. Period. Yeah, I mean, like, we we know that wrestling is racist. Period. You know what I mean? Um, it, it's like. But my thing is, you can't say, listen. WWE at one point in time had six black champions. You feel me? At the same time. At the same time. At the same damn time. And one of them was the champion. Mm -hmm. 
And he also won the championship at the event of the year. He, he, he the main event, granted, because also some fucking history making was happening in the main yeah, event dude. with women main eventing, unify, or not unifying, but double, making double champions. Like, WrestleMania gave us two moments that lasted six months in time continuously. Mm-hmm. Becky is still riding a wave. From being the man, and, and we're and, I, and I'm, we're gonna see where Kofi pivots from this. But um, I was just gonna say, it's hard as um, as a black watcher of wrestling or a black person in this world to understand why certain decisions are made, you know, um, and have us presented a certain way. I think that speaks to certain people not completely understanding why black people react to certain things because of the pain that we've gone through. I think that we have to also understand that there's some people that's going to live from the cradle to the grave and not understand that. They're going to live from the cradle to the grave and not understand our pain. Not just white people. It's going to be black people that even don't understand the complete pain. So we can't put our expectations on the product. and Because I'm speaking to pretty much this whole thing they're doing with Hulk Hogan, you know? As far as with me, I still have a problem with it. I still have a problem with it. We can't listen. But you feel where I'm coming from? I, like, but listen, we can't have a problem with it when we haven't yet addressed Randy Orton playing a game on Twitch and saying, nigga, are we canceling Randy? Are we stopped doing RKOs? Are we stopped throwing our hands up like this? You know what I mean? Like, do we? Do I think that Randy, from this point forward, should never say nigga again on a switch, a Twitch. Okay, I'm yeah, sure he's probably great, saying, I, I guess, from this point forward, I'm cool. He is happy. I'm not trying to cancel him now, but now you know, like as a as a public figure, as, as a public figure, and I know people are like, yeah, we're not role models, whatever. You are no, and listen, what you do, what you say and put out into the public listen, means something. H- Hulk Hogan. First of all, I'm not holding. I'm not holding the Hulk Hogan. To let, I'm not holding Hulk Hogan to a more of a standard being taped privately in the in his own bedroom after having sex than I am with Randy. Con- context matters. What Hogan said, the context of it is is, is demeaning. Bro, listen, I'm a nigga, and if my daughter, granted, love is love, but I would rather her marry somebody rich too. You gotta understand. He used the word nigga. It's the connotation of how he he said it. It's the it was the demeaning nature. And you gotta understand. No, something. I get it I'm too. I get it. I'm a guy who had a Hulk Hogan. Russell Buddy, my growing up my entire life. I'm a huge fan. But then to see some, some icon that you looked up to, like, yo, he looks at us like this. I'm that nigga she's, he's talking about. I'm not no fucking ball player. I would say I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be rich. And I'm not but, eight feet tall. But, you know, by <laughs> far. <laughs> no, but, you know, and, and it's not like, like, it's not even like I'm, it matters as far as his daughter or anything. It's just a matter of, like, the connotation of how you look at us. It wasn't like he didn't say, oh, marry a, a rich person. Bro, he we, said, nigga. We look at us. Okay, boom. I'm not, I'm not capable. Okay, you're saying that for Hulk Hogan, and so did Randy. I said Randy no. needs to pause because it was. It ain't no, ain't no need to pause. pause. No, keep the same energy, fam. Keep the same energy. Yo, we have, we have, you've you, you been around people who've given people nigga, nigga passes. You've told me the story of Sammy Callahan saying nigga in front of you and Rich Swan. Like, you, you've told me that story. And people have given people passes in, 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 before. All I'm saying is that Randy Orton 
should know better than to say this shit because we know white people say nigga when we're not around. We know for they sure. do. For sure. He knows she should know better not to say it on a Twitch because honestly, that's a negative connotation. It's a word that we don't fuck with. From this point forward, just watch your mouth. That's all I'm trying to say. At this point forward, watch your mouth. As far as um, people, people have given, given people nigga, nigga passes, you know? And this is not a nigga pass. This is like nigga. You shouldn't have said that on, on, on a Twitch. <laughs> we can say that, nigga. Nigga. <laughs> you know? So um, that's where I'm coming from. And the Hogan thing, he never fucking publicly apologized for it. Like, he never really came out here and said, like, understood, like, yo, I am wrong for this, and I, I completely understand it. He must have did something okay, in the backstage. I hear you, where people... CT. You hold Hogan to a standard. We have a person. And you don't? Listen. Donald Trump's our fucking president. I'm not bro. accepting that shit, though. Uh, no, no, what I'm saying is I understand that. You don't have to accept. We're not accepting it. But my thing is, is that you don't. If Hogan is is on. Wrestling is is a television show. I, you know what? I, don't, I just don't want him, like, booked consistently. And that's what they're doing right now. They're, they're cashing out on Saudi Arabia again, on Crown Jewel, and saying, hey, we're going to give you hope. Bro, but that's this even is- immoral in itself. They're uh, going to Saudi. Yeah, and I'm not saying I expect it. I'm just saying I'm always going to have a problem with it. I'm always going to call it out when I see it. I'm not okay with Hulk Hogan being on my television screen constantly. Let him make his money doing whatever. Okay, I'm not so- saying he's condemned or, or, or for, for, life to, for using wrestling to make an income. I just personally don't want to see a WWE associated with him on that level. I mean, he's already back, but... Don't book him into the storyline, so I gotta see him. Listen, my thing, or even reference, like I don't care. Hogan has a my my thing is is that there's no way that Hogan has not apologized for something that happens what five six years ago. Hogan's apologized since then. Now, the no people 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 have heard his apology. They're like, yeah, he he apologized for getting caught. I I hear you, but this is what I'm saying. The my my thing is as a black. This is your opinion, and this is my opinion. Your experience is my experience. My experience is that I'm not giving Hogan a pass either, but Hogan's not going to hold a place to where it's infringing on my ability to watch the show. Ability to watch the show. All right. You know what I mean? Because I get, no, there's I, I do so feel much. When I, see there's, I feel some, when I hear the music, I'm like, damn. But as far as that goes, there's so... Man, Vincent. What do you say? Nigga! This is what I'm saying. Vince said it. That's true. That's Vince true. Vince said That's it. True. He did. He did. So, well, like, my, my thing is, is that... And that wasn't okay either. Like, that I, wasn't I feel okay. you. It's not... A, it never, was a different time, though. No, but it, it's wasn't never okay. a different time. It is always... This t- things change, man. Now, I feel, okay, listen. Listen, CT. This is why I said the name of this episode is going to make it make sense. Mm-hmm. With everything. Make it make sense. The, like my thing with Hogan is as a black experience as a black wrestler I don't fuck with Hogan we got it on our joint right here duh fuck Hulkamania you know what I mean like we 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 legit stand by that but Dude. at the same time there is so, so much more I'm supposed to be like sit through the segment with Hulk Hogan and Ric Flair and just be like okay my thing is are you, gonna watch, are you gonna watch Randy Orton are you gonna watch it? my thing is Rick is race, racist has, has been a known racist Ric Flair yes are we gonna I haven't I'll, heard okay, it okay, it's, it's, it's documented I, I, I don't disagree like I don't it's documented okay, this is what I'm saying so it's documented Randy okay granted Randy didn't have a nigga pass when he said bam nigga when he shot somebody on the game okay that's just Randy saying nigga 
Casually. Yeah, it was casually. Are we not watching Randy matches anymore? No, nah, that's different. Con- context matters. Also, you you think it makes sense. <laughs> context matters in how people say shit. Make it make sense. Yes, Randy say in a, in, a, in, a, in a game on a Twitch, from this point forward, Randy, watch your mouth. That's all it is. But as far as these guys... I mean, it's so much yeah, racial epithets. I mean, it's so many. It's so many racial racial inequalities that happen within wrestling. Are you just hung up on Hulk, or are you hung up on wrestling in general? Because wrestling in general is racist as fuck. So that's my thing. No, I'm going to call it out whenever I see it. That's all it is, and say, and, t- and may, let y'all know that I don't fuck with it. Because I think that I'm a portion of the fan base that does care, you know, and, and that's all I'm trying to say. I'm a portion of the fan base that I get livid when I see Hulk Hogan on my screen again, when I'm knowing, man, all this time he thought of us as lesser than, you know. So that's all. That's all there is. I don't to know it. if he's. I don't know if it was a, all this time he thought us of us lesser than CT. Okay. No, no, no. This is what I'm saying. Context, context. Yes, right. Context. He said it. Did it? Okay. Now, granted, I can't remember if it's an ER or an A. But if he said nigger or nigger... It's not different yes, to me. Nigger okay, and nigger. Okay, but listen. You're not... It's, okay. Do you think it's better? No. I, listen, CT, you're not paying attention and you're not... No, go ahead. I'm listening. Listen. In the context of what Hulk Hogan said, uh-huh. do we know previously or therefore after he thought of us as lesser than... Or did he just have lapse of judgment and said something that he wasn't supposed to say? I, I can't. I can't judge that. Okay, so if you cannot judge that, uh-huh. you cannot hold a grudge against that man and have it affect you in an ability to where you have an idea or preference about a guy when you don't fulfill have a conviction already. No, no, I feel you. And then you know what I mean. It, when you put it from that perspective, I get it. And I know like you have to have a conviction one way or another. I my conviction is that I don't. I feel some type. Of, all I know is that I feel some type of way when he's on my television screen. That's what I know is that I don't really want to see this guy on my television screen. After what I, what went down, I don't. So okay, now going off so much. I'm not saying he shouldn't be you know in the legends deal and get you know be in the game and all that shit, make money that way. I don't want to see him on a weekly basis in any capacity. And it's like, come on. But do you know this is... I'm not trying to... No, 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 I'm saying, but... I'm not trying again, to platform him, cancel him, I'm not trying to... But this is what I'm saying. Say, do we know he's going... He hasn't thus far. Since his troubles, right? Since the troubles, since his happened, and since he's came back, granted, a lot of other wrestlers, Big E and, and all of them, they haven't fucked with him or gave him. But my thing is, is he... Is he there too much when he's already there occasionally? Like, yes. well, I remember he came sorry, back at the beginning me, yes. of the year... And then he's back. I haven't. I can't remember when he's been back. I'm pretty sure WrestleMania or some shit like that. But this Saudi money, this Saudi show, right? Remember how you said how they continuously make the bag? Mm-hmm. I mean, they can only get as creative as they're going to get when a lot of people morally aren't going over there in the first place. Yeah. You know what I mean? So... It's immoral Right Like my thing is When Saudi happened it was like Are we watching the show Are we not watching the show You know what I mean Like uh-huh. that type of moral conundrum Like wrestling gives us that No matter what And because of I don't know the context I, I heard the context But I don't know his feelings Beforehand uh-huh. Or after Because at 70, at 70, 65, 70, however old I can't, I'm not Terry judging Blaise. him. I'm just saying I don't want to see him on television. I'm just, I'm just saying I know where I stand. As no, no, I feel, I feel, I feel, I feel you with that. We have a fuck, 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 fu
I don't fuck with him. I feel you on I that. I don't want to see him on my TV. And that's all But as a black... I feel you on that. But I'm saying, expounding on that, as a black wrestler, it's not just Hawk. It's wrestling. It's, it's mm. AEW on Wednesday with no fucking black presence. It's 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 you know what I mean? Like it's mm-hmm. it's it's wrestling. It's it's waiting fifty years to have Kofi Kingston as WWE champion. It's 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 feeling marginalized when we only have six months as champion and we don't feel like it's good enough, or we have to look at it as it is good enough. Where we yeah. like in that box, mm-hmm. like wrestling what gives is good us that. For us? Yeah, what is you know? And, and, and I feel you. And um. Bottom line, I just don't want to see him go that. And still, I, no matter what, I just don't want to see him. Uh, they have this thing going on in Saudi Arabia. Have fun. I probably, I probably won't even watch the show. But, um, yeah, there's already Saudi money involved. And there's I, no way. I, I mean, I can't say I'm not going to watch the show if they give me Kane Velasquez and Brock oh, Lesnar. Come on. I hope they do the Ray and, and Brock on the show. That that won't make sense because I think from what Kane, I'm hearing, Kane a Survivor Series man. What I'm hearing is I don't know how long they have. Take him over to Saudi to the show in the, in the heat. But that's what I'm saying. What I'm saying I don't. <laughs> I, I'm hearing wrestling Twitter saying that they don't know how long they're gonna have him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So you got to make that match as quick as possible. Damn, can you go to fucking Saudi Arabia? <laughs> God made that happen. But, you know, back to black Twitter, you know, like, in your part of black Twitter, I'm part of black Twitter. Mm-hmm. The conversation that we just had was black Twitter. As far as, you know, Randy saying nigga, and a lot of people, you know, Randy apologists or nigga apologists saying that, yo, it didn't mean it that way. I don't care as a black man. It didn't fit me, yada, yada, yada. Cool. Listen, as a black man, every time I hear the clip, I laugh. It was funny. I, I I'm mean, not gonna I'm not going <laughs> Bro, just be careful, man. Like I'm saying, these guys are role models. I want, I don't want him influencing these Call of Duty fucking trolls to just say nigga now. All these Randy Orton fans are just be like nigga, nigga. I'm like, come on now. Yeah, what's happening? This is what happened. The influence of the influence. Don't say it again. I mean, so like you know, and I think that that's you know, I think that it's responsible for him. To kind of like understand, like yo, listen, I said something that you know, listen, yeah, like I think that Randy's a like Randy's action after this Shows. puts him with in this Hulk Hogan type of box. Yeah. You know what I mean? Also, I'm not saying you cancel these people though. Like, I'm really not trying to cancel them or say that their history doesn't matter or their cancel, legacy doesn't matter. I'm just saying I mean, that if Randy, this is how you move forward. If Randy doesn't apologize. I'm not going to fuck. I mean, we've been calling yeah, him yeah, Maggie yeah. Randy honestly, for a minute. Honestly, you know what I mean? Randy's like, the type of dick that might not apologize, it seems like. Uh, you know. So with that, um, we got to root against Randy Orton, man. That's just it. <laughs> That's just case closed on that one. You just said that. it was. Uh, you laughed, though. I'm a, bro, it's, when I get the soundboard, Bam <laughs> Nigga is going to be on my drop. I swear to you. I'm a, I'm a, matter of fact, I'm a YouTube how to get a soundboard on a computer, and I'm a hit, boom, boom, bam, nigga, bam, nigga, bam, nigga, bam, nigga, bam, nigga. I can't lie, man. Randy. Randy. Oh, my I God. I mean, Jesus. Why'd you, have to produce, why'd you have to produce such controversial, funny, I mean, uh, conversation, man. man. Yeah, it's good conversation, though. <sighs> I love it, man. I love Bam, the conversation. Bam, nigga. <laughs> 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 
Eight foot tall nigga. Bam, nigga. Eight foot tall nigga. Bam. I'm going to make a song out of these racist niggas, dog. I'm going to fucking make a song. Eight foot tall nigga. Bam, nigga. Oh, man. Mix Hogan's and Ray Lewis theme music. Oh, man. Jesus. Yo, Josiah, holla at me. I know you may have to do a Christian version. You know me. Bam, Jesus! Bam, 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 Jesus! <laughs> eight foot Jesus. Eight, eight foot Jesus. You hear me? Oh, man. Whew, man. No, that's <sighs> okay. Oh, my God. So, yes. Um, um, Booking Black, man. Wrestling experience, man. Um... Watching wrestling, uh, what WWE does with black rest- with 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 um, black wrestlers going forward, um, even in NXT, like we see Velveteen Dream, uh, um, Velveteen Dream, and my thing is, listen, black wrestling. Look, this is my thing too. A black Twitter and black wrestling Twitter. Understand, you can't have everything. Okay, did Wale not just come out on USA Network what are you with about the right Street Profit? My thing. What do you mean? What I'm talking no, about? We're, I really don't know what we're talking about right now. Black Twitter. Yes, but like you said, something we about can't have. Dream. Then you I'm say saying just, what I'm saying. Yeah, I, stay with me. CT. I'm not following. Okay, listen, y'all niggas can't have everything. Black, you can't cry about shit as far as black about black wrestlers not getting mm-hmm. uh, prevalent spots or Kofi losing in eight seconds and shit like that. Like you can't. Have it both ways where you talk about there's not enough prominence of black okay. presence when you have Velveteen Dream on the USA Network okay. and he's prominent in NXT. When Wale but just no, came out as, as yeah. with At the same Street time, we, we just got to call out shit and we got to understand that it's just going to happen. Okay, listen. We're dealing with this wrestling. But eight, it's happen, but eight, sec- eight seconds you can't call out. You, you're not. I'm not gonna let y'all. I'm not gonna let you guys. Eight seconds about what? Uh, when Kofi loses oh, the title. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm not. I, I'm not. Letting, I mean, after the. I told you after the Cambridge last swing, I understood it. But yeah, yeah. Black Twitter. We gotta. We gotta look at things in perspective. Understand that this is what we signed up for as wrestling. Fans. As wrestling fans, <laughs> it sucks. It sucks. Um, so it with really Hulk sucks. Hogan and, and Randy Orton and mm-hmm. and black champions and and black wrestlers getting signed to new companies. So they gonna be I mean, I mean, could we? Could we could stop watching. We could stop watching. The eight, I'm telling you, the 12 hours of wrestling I'm watching, I can grow some weed. If you can. So, I mean, listen, I, I, got, I mean, they got they got a little bit of time left for me before I call it quits for wrestling. <laughs> I'm telling you that. It's too much black. It's too much. My thing is the culture is too prevalent. Mm-hmm. The culture is too prevalent for us not to have that exposure. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, I get it. On a consistent basis. On a consistent basis. And I know. And, and, and we do have people. There though, but so but we but we're gonna we're gonna keep pushing the pushing and the honestly the titles we got us somewhere yeah that we haven't been in a, in a, in a long ever, time you know so and the title was needed the title it, needed to come off of him uh-huh. for what they're about to do business wise yeah. to make sense yeah Cain Velasquez and Brock Lesnar are not just gonna wrestle for nothing at stake that's not gonna happen yeah real quick uh, I want to just talk about this Sasha Becky thing because she she started the show with The Rock um. Do you think they are lacking on this belt to the Silent Sun match? Becky and Sasha. I think you can't lack one today's Saturday and the show's tomorrow, man. Like, I, you know what I mean? I like, thought I it should mean more by now, but I, but they have a lot going on right now. They have, yeah, they have, have a two, lot. They have a lot going on. They have and a I, lot going and on. I think, I'm not going to front. And I think realistically, like, the build, 
At least Bray's good. The build did what it <laughs> honestly no. The build did what it the build did what it necessarily had to do because we're we're intrigued about this Sasha and Becky match, and we honestly know what it's about. Mm-hmm. Like we do have a premise, we do have a foundation, and we do have two people or two characters on television that perceivably don't like each other and want to get at each other. Yeah. So I don't think I need anything more. I do feel like that Becky. Star is super on the rise, and that rub from the Brock was I mean, from the yeah. Rock was necessary because when she loses the title and then come back for the title, it means more. Yes, I think that her that that rub from the Rock kind of could bookend her run and just give it to Sasha now. And same thing for Seth. If I mean, if Bray doesn't win it, it's a fucking crime. If Bray doesn't win it tomorrow, I don't mean to get into a review. Or a prediction show. I mean, but, uh, is it a? Do we even no, no, have no, a review? It's only four matches they announced. Only for real? The three ma- the the uh, Charlotte and Bailey was just announced on Twitter, oh, okay. and then Becky, ba- uh, Sasha, uh, Fiend, and uh, Ro- Ro- Rollins, and then uh, the Bludgeon Brothers and uh, um, Roman and uh, Dan Bryan. Bryan. Oh wow. Yeah, they really uh, <laughs> had to book some other shit. Because they're booking towards these big shows um, this this season premiere. And now they got booked towards the pay-per-view. Um, so they got four matches announced. And that's what I mean, you know what I'm I mean? I'm curious to see where they go, because they have, they have to fill that card. I mean, honestly, necessarily, do they have to Ricochet fill that card? Again? I mean, I can watch that shit Cedric forever. and AJ? No, I'm tired of watching that match because if they're, they, they're really good together. They're good together until set. My thing is the story's not building. Like AJ's pinned them clean twice. It hasn't been a dirty finish. It hasn't been tights. It hasn't been a low blow. Mm-hmm, it yeah. hasn't been interference. There's no baby face um, yeah, uh, garnish for Cedric to win. Mm-hmm. If you put out a match again and he loses, I mean he's mid card again. You gotta pull the trigger, man. You gotta pull the trigger. Got to man. You should have should have put it on the last pay per view. You should have put it on the last pay per view. I get AJ's, you know AJ, but nah, nah, they they should have put the trigger. Um, but um, yeah, I mean honestly, um, was there um, um, we didn't we got into um a lot of a tangent talking. Didn't really do a little review. I had had a whole bunch of. Well, go ahead. I mean, go go talk about it. No idea. I mean, but this is reasonable wrestling. Yeah, you know? I mean, if y'all to look at what I wrote down and see if it's worth even talking about. I know that one thing that happened in wrestling that we did not talk about was Bobby Lashley and Lana. Oh yeah. Um, so as a black wrestler watching that shit, uh, rock hard, man. <laughs> Tell you that. Stiffy with the iffy, uh, with the stiffy, uh, stiffy with the wicky, uh. <laughs> directly to black. <laughs> directly. Don't stop at go. Uh, yeah. That, that's, that's pretty much it. Jerry Lawler's bad. Bro, Jerry Lawler's bad. Hulk Hogan's trash. Yeah. Oh! Ray um, is the best part of every show, every week. Um, they should have put the titles on heavy machinery. Bobby and Rusev is, is, uh, is, is lazy. I can, I, that, that's lazy. hmm That, Bobby, Bobby... How many times is Lana going to step out on Rusev? She did it with Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> the Rock indicated that he slept with her. Aiden English said one time in Milwaukee. <laughs> I mean, and look at Lana. She probably is fucking other people, man. She's hot. So, listen, Rusev, you just became a U.S. citizen. Go fuck some U.S. pussy, man. I'm sorry. 
Lana is a United States citizen, even though she portrays herself as a ravishing Russian. She's from Florida. Yeah. Yeah, she is. She's from Florida. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Rusev, man. Go get your... Listen, you know what you do, Rusev? Get you a black woman. That's what you do, dog. That's what because... somebody else's black Listen, no, nah, you ain't got to take nobody else's black woman because a lot of... You can't really do that in the black community. Well, you can because a lot <laughs> of bitches that cheat. Listen, but... <laughs> listen, get you a black bitch, Rusev. I'm sorry. Bitch is offensive. Get you a black hoe. <laughs> I'm just playing, man. I don't well, know what they're gonna do with that yeah, shit, man. That's it. Rusev, um, yeah, um, you don't got nothing to say on that, man. No, I just think it's lazy. I think it's, I think it's lazy. I think um, we've seen this storyline. They're just trying to say, oh, he broke the internet. It's just they just extended the kiss and it's lazy writing. I don't care about Bobby and Rusev. I should care more. Because actually, I do want to see the match. I did the match, yeah. I should care I mean, more should about care the more. match, but... But no, the kiss doesn't work for me. Um, all right, so Raw happened. Um, we talked about that. SmackDown. Um, uh, was there anything that stuck from the show? Nothing really stuck from the show outside of... I think Tyson Velasquez and Tyson Fury. Cain Velasquez, obviously. As soon as I saw New Day backstage... I was like, damn, Kofi's losing it. And, I mean, not that we didn't already know he's losing it. But of course, like, of course. We I just wish on that SmackDown that he was in just backstage. But listen, listen, did you see the production value of that? Like, it looked like Fox football when it opened. And the very first superstar, the very first superstar face that you see on WWE programming on Fox was... Kofi. No, it was Vince. It, no, on oh, the, 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 the opening package. Oh, opening package. Okay. Yeah, and that, and that, uh, and their, okay, and, yeah. and their, and their thing. You want to be technical? Yes. Yeah, it was Kofi, man. Mm-hmm. Like Kofi, Kofi, prime time, man. We knew this moment was coming. Kofi, we, I know you said you wanted to see Kofi hold the title to next Mania, but no, the, I didn't see it say that. I didn't see it to next Mania. Yeah, you did. <laughs> no, I said hold it to Survivor Series. But then I. <laughs> Shout out to Kobe Kingston. It was a great run. <laughs> I thought it was fantastic. I loved it. But I nothing, nothing on SmackDown stuck with me, man. I mean, yeah, it, and it um, just happened yesterday. Yeah, I mean, I think that you got the King of Last Week's Titan Supreme Fury moments. Uh, Becky got her rub. You know, we. It was a good produced big first show, and I can't. I can't. Um, like you said with the AEW thing, I can't compare them as far as continuity and all that stuff. Exactly. Because you had to go big on this one. Exactly. And The Rock takes time. Kane Blaster takes time. Titan Fury takes time. And you're from your show. We can't get, you know, Usos coming back if they have to book all these pieces. For sure. And, and to make For it all sure. tie up together. Roman got to get his spot, of course. In AEW, honestly, like I said, I will be, you know, next week. I don't have tickets to NXT. I won't be there live. But um, it's going to be Walter versus Kushida. And it's going to be Leo um, Rush and Drew Gulak for you. Nice, I mean for the cruiserweight championship. Um, so I'm gonna be watching that, but I will flick back to see AEW because, like I said, listen, their first match was Cody and, and Sammy Guevara. I wasn't really feeling it, but it was a good match. A lot of people, like I say, you know, a lot of people. Tommy Dreamer, I listened to the Bustle podcast. I was like that was a really good match. That was a hell of a match, and I'm like, well, if that was a hell of a match, then Matt Riddle and Adam Cole was a heaven of a match. 
You know what I mean? Because there was no way that Sammy Garon, Cody Rose, went to on, I don't go put on a classic. They put on a fucking classic. classic. They put yeah. on a fucking classic, a live in person. It was just a wrestling classic, it was a TV bro. match. I was like, oh, you're starting your show. It's a TV, exactly, <laughs> bro. That that's was, what it was. That's what, it was a classic. And also, listen, um, uh, Riho and Nyla Rose, they put on a good match as well. That yes. was a really good match. Mm-hmm. Um, but the listen, oh, business and logic, I do want to shout out AEW. They're putting out, I think on Tuesdays they announced on Twitter, AEW Darks or AEW Dark or Ghost Dark or something like that. And it's all their dark matches that they tape. They're gonna put on TV. Oh snap! It's so be on like, TNT? yeah. So when okay. they did Lucha Bros that we missed, they did uh, Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy okay. that we missed. All those that's were on smart. dark matches. That's smart. They're putting so that's very like dope mm-hmm. of them to do that. So I want to com- congratulate is it them. Gonna be, it's not gonna be on a Wednesday though, right? No, it's gonna be on Tuesdays. Okay, good. Oh. Gonna, I think. I think. Uh, is I'm it sorry. a repetitive show? A yeah, weekly show? So I think it's gonna be weekly dark matches that they record. They're going to put on TV that next uh, like that following week that's, or something like that. That's kind of like back in the day with superstars. Yeah. And shit, like, main event and shit yeah, like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, that's, that's dope. That's that's smart. Mm-hmm. Um, so, they're going to be doing that. And like I said, you know, that's, that's what main event was and superstars and shit was. But, Honestly, the talent that's going to be utilized on that show, I mean, on on those dark matches, are talent that could have been shown first day on TV. Yeah. I would love to see Luchasaurus first day on TV. Mm-hmm. I would have loved to see the Lucha Bros on outside of that promo. I would have honestly used the elite. I mean, it's, they they want to wrestle on their first show. I get it. But I would have used them more as a capacity for storytelling at this than, exactly. than putting them in the ring. Exactly. I would have used them more because we know these guys. So, like, we know they can go. We know they can wrestle. Like, I know I know you want to wrestle on the first show and say, you know, I wrestled on that show against them. So, but, you know, and pocket, next, at least next week, you know, make some of y'all just, just and, some story. And Pocket and Page was a really decent match as well. Um, it was okay. It, it, it was slow. For sure. I mean, it you're, wasn't a, you're a fan of Hangman Page, and I, I don't even mean I hate the guy. He can wrestle. But I don't see it yet. I mean, I, 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 people grow on me, so I could be wrong. I just don't see it yet. And I'm glad Pac got the victory. Yeah, Pac needed. Pac was going to get the victory. I'm glad Pac got the victory. And, and like you said, Adam doesn't have it yet. And that's because he was buried by Jericho. I mean, you know what I mean? I, I, you had to. Yeah. I, yeah. You had to, man. Yeah. I guess. I, and I don't think necessarily trust him. I know his knee's good. But I don't, I don't think, you know what I mean, with okay. that scare, you know what I mean? Like, hey, we got to give the ball to somebody else. You know what I mean? Speaking that of thing. knee, last one had a knee brace on. I'm like, yo, yo bro. bruh. You all right? Yo. And, and, <laughs> and we could tell it was, uh, it was a big knee injury because it was over the jeans. Mm-hmm. Usually it'd be under the jeans. <laughs> nah, this is, listen, this shit I'm hurt. Like, yo, Brock's just going to go for your <laughs> knees, bro. <laughs> this is all right. This ain't 2010. What was it? Yo, but this is what makes me feel dope about wrestling is that we know Cain Velasquez whooped his ass in real life. But, like, real life, anybody can get slept. You know what I mean? Like, anybody can get caught off guard. You know what I mean? Some mm-hmm. nigga can just have a better night I than you on it, boxing. It's a blend of UFC but Brock WWE is, that's never happened before. I think Brock is bad. No, no, time out. Let me say something real quick. This is a blend between UFC and WWE that we never happened before. We see a storyline blending from the UFC and WWE. Do you think we can get we something did. like We've that? We've seen it before. Ken Shamrock and Dan Sever. Come on, man. Like, you know <laughs> what I'm talking about, guys. No one's checking for Ken Shamrock and Dan Sever. And this is not hating on them. I'm talking about UFC, specific, particular. UFC, not MMA. UFC and... Uh, 
WWE blending storylines? Can we see a cyborg down the line? Can we see a, uh, like a Daniel Cormier, like you always like, you like to say? Can we see these guys come in and blend storylines with Brock or Ronda if she comes back after that television show she's doing? I don't know. Do you think we can get a blend of wrestling and MMA? We already have Matt Riddle there. We have a lot of um, innovation with MMA For sure. and I WWE. Think, uh, listen, I mean, man, wrestling. Fox lost that com- combat sport when, you know what I mean, when, mm-hmm. when UFC went to ESPN. You think for sure that they're not going to tell WWE, hey, we gave you a billion dollars to get something that's going to get somebody. Mm-hmm. Get Cain Velasquez, get fucking Ronda, I mean, uh, get Ronda on the show, get fucking uh, 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 Brock Lesnar on the show, get Chris Cyborg on the show, mm-hmm. and create some creative storytelling to where we can have our fix. Yeah. I think their fix will be gotten once they're I mean, able they to, that, to once those checks clear. We're tuning in every single week just for to sure. Just, for, for, we're tuning in just to once see how Cyborg it. comes listen, once Cyborg comes up, I know she's with Bellator right now, but obviously Bellator lets they people wrestle. Jake Hager, Bobby Lashley, just to name a few. Bellator just made Cyborg the highest paid female uh fighter. Mm-hmm. To get some buzz, hey, go over there and work Ronda. Yeah. Work Ronda. Come back afterwards. Work Ronda. Hey, write something where it's a draw, Uh where it's a disqualification, where it's a no finish. It doesn't hurt neither one of the women Uh because Ronda's still the baddest woman on the planet. Even though Ronda already took an L at WrestleMania so she can take another one if she wants to. And you know, when we see the big fights are when you bring something out of just the, the athlete's uh, mm-hmm. technique. You gotta have like with Floyd and Conor McGregor, it became a spectacle, and I think WWE can provide that to you know UFC as well as uh, WWE taking some of their talent and creating you know great television. Absolutely, I think the blend between UFC or MMA and WWE is for the foreseeable future. There, and I think a lot to do is these guys like Brock, Ronda, Matt. Uh, Drew like even the catch point style um, kind of brand they had, I think it's kind of a revolutionary kind of t- track and it builds its own tree. It's of a hybrid of wrestling. It's a hi- yeah, it's a hybrid of wrestlers. It's own tree of that's going to catch on for the future and generations. Now we we did a pretty action packed show. Talked about a lot of things. Had an introspective conversation back and forth. Um, very intricate, uh, got into some things about being, you know, our different perspective of being black viewers of wrestling mm-hmm. and the construct of it. Um, is there anything that we need to hit? Do you do you got a high po- do you got a high point of the week, a high spot of the week? You a high spot a best- with being at NXT. I just wanted to say shout out to Rich, man. You, you, thank you for uh, hooking me up with the ticket. Um, it means a lot. Uh, and we got room on our team, and that's like. NXT, to say that I was there for their first two-hour show in NXT means something to me. Uh, and they, every single match delivered, man. Every single every match, single match was, a, was, a, was a banger. So I can't... That's all I could ask for, you know? Do you have... Okay, so that was your high point, a high spot. Do you have a best written of the week? What was your best written of the week? Best written, I think, it was the whole thing with Brock. I do think it's, it's very smart. From, from, from Monday from to Friday? From Monday to Friday. Because I, I, as a wrestling fan who's watched wrestling my whole life... Didn't see it coming. Okay. Couldn't feel the pulse of where mm-hmm. they're going. And they shocked me, and I'm intrigued. Okay. So I can't ask any more from wrestling, you know? Mm-hmm. So I got to be like, okay. What was your worst worst written of the week? Worst written of the week. Or it's, it's just 
was AEW. I'm not gonna lie, it was it was wow. worse. I'm really curious because nothing right now, as I watched it, said I want to tune in next week to see what this is gonna happen with this. Other than the whole thing I ended up at the end with uh, Chris Jericho and the faction. I just want to see how they're going to explain it and see how they're going to go with it. I know how I would write it and book it, but I want to see what they're going to go with it and what they come with, up with. I think they're giving a lot of the talent a lot more um, creative control, and I'm really, I'm really. Quick question. I'm happy for it. I want to see how, what they do. How would you write it just so we can compare contrast next week? So we'll have okay. To okay. How I would see it. How 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 would you, how do you how would you see it? It would definitely be like. It has to be, I mean, I'm not sure, I mean, this is kind of, and this is the easy take, I'm going to be honest, this is the easy take, that it has to be an anti-authoritative uh, take about, we are the heels going against authority, who are trying to create this great company. The, we are the heels who are saying, you created this company, but we're here to show you that you hired us, we're taking over. Yes, we know that it's your company, you hired us, and no matter what you say in this ring, we're here, we're taking over. NWO? Not NWO. I'm not sure what you call it. I'm not sure what you do. But, but that's the that's the that's it's not the, NWO. I mean, you can say no. I'm asking. It mimics I'm not, it. Okay. It may mimic it because it's a faction, but it has to be some kind of tension between you guys are the authority, the kind of like the babyface authority. Other than because WWE has like a a heel authority thing, the babyface authority is like, listen, we're trying to grow this thing at AEW and just be like this, uh, and I and just just kind of. Bring in the real wrestling fans because that, those are your, that's your fan base. They know what you've been through to get here, and keep going with it. like we built this thing from the ground up. It'll be damn not for us to be in, be showcased in our our own creation. And if you are you know, and, and you got to make this. I'm not sure how you would write it because I would have to take some time to actually sit down and write this shit out. But it has to be some elements of that, and this faction has to come together because we see that this is an opportunity to make our name, and Chris Jericho is the way. I look at it exactly. Somebody put it on Twitter, and it's the elite. It's that's literally what this faction is. You got your tag team. You got the you got uh, the ex WWE guy <laughs> and Jericho. You or, or or this is or this is DX. Who's the who's the Kenny Omega? Yeah, or this is DX. Where you know, I heard on the um on you know on the busted open again. I give credit to where credit's due. Billy Ray and Tommy Dreamer. It was like you know the Sammy Guevara's like an X Pac kid. You know what I mean? And then you know Jericho and and Jack Hager is the Sean and Triple H of it. And then you got the that like it's, that's it's entertaining though. That's what yeah. it has to be because I want to see how these guys blend and create an entertaining faction. Uh, I want, let me go, even go back to NXT real quick. Uh, speaking of entertaining faction, Undisputed Era, they're, 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 they are killing it in the ring. Yeah. But what I like this week is they kind of positioned Adam Cole as the leader. For the first time, I can say I felt like, okay, they positioned Adam Cole as the leader. So you've had an issue with that. I've yeah, always thought that Adam was always... The bona fide leader of it, but it you, seemed like a gang of guys that was behind Adam's cause and behind you know you know it's his vision. But as far as him saying, guys, hey, you know, fuck all this thing with Finn Balor. We got to focus on you know making sure this prophecy stays true. And he had that backstage segment. I bought in a little bit with that, and I think that Adam should be positioned a certain way. And he made sure that the tag team guys were victorious. You know. Um, later on the night in the Street Profits. I did have a problem with that. So I do like when your champion, I'm not, a faction that's a faction without mm-hmm. a champion, uh, uh, a heavyweight, well, you know, top title champion, um, as 
he needs to be positioned a certain way as a, as a champion. Now, if there's a sure. faction that the guy doesn't, uh, where no one holds a top title, yeah, you can present him as a gang and just it's a reckless gang. But when you have that title, you got to be positioned a certain way. That's the same thing with Bailey. I think that she has to be positioned a certain way, and with her for the title by Sasha's side, every single week just diminishes her in my eyes. I'm like, you just, it doesn't matter. The title doesn't matter when you're by Sasha's side. Yeah. You're slowly at the top. You got to be the champion. You got to be the champ. And even though you have a gang, you got to position it and position the angles and how you position Adam Cole. Look at, look at him. So he looks important as a threat towards any competitor. I mean, or, well, not like a threat. They have to look at. Yeah, there's a position as a guy who's like a super genius. Honestly, that he's gonna, like you said, an opportunist, an opportunist, and but outside of like the kind of like the brain, the, the mastermind, the mastermind right. of this whole thing. So then. When other things come into play with him and Finn Balor or Tommaso Ciampa, we care about Adam Cole, not just Adam Speeder Era as a whole. So, what was your best producer of the week? Best produced SmackDown, man. SmackDown from beginning to end. I think you, you didn't. I like, really? I, like the production? I, I like the production of SmackDown. It, it, it looked I, like I a like big the, show. It looked like the A show to me, I'm telling you. It's the A show. Where they showed it. Now, I mean, maybe I'm a prisoner of the moment, but... Now, it was produced very well, but I don't think that the show in general, the whole show, was my best produced. Um, I won't give it that. Uh, excuse me. I probably would say the best produced thing of the week might be... Um, oh, the intro to SmackDown. That was better than all the new intros I saw this week. Yes. Yeah. Yes, that that was that looking like the Fox on Sports joint with mm-hmm. the opening arena and the blue mm-hmm. and um, you know um, it, it it was it was dope. Um, my best producer of the week was honestly um, the way the show was uh, um, uh, um, shit. I'm sorry, that's my trade. It was formatted because it's my best produced of the first, I guess, half hour of both shows of AEW and NXT. And the reason why it's my best produced is because even though AEW wanted to be different from the norm, they were the norm. It was an 18, 19 minute, 20 minute match mm-hmm. with the finish happening around the same time as the finish on, on Adam Cole. And, and, and Matt Riddle mm-hmm. then it was a spot at the end and then a promo after okay you know what I mean yeah. and the reason why I, I, I say it's my best producer because I don't mind it if the action's gonna be what I got on USA if you mm-hmm. can you know what I mean yeah. like if, if granted I know I keep harping on Cody and Sammy but if it wasn't Cody and Sammy if it was Cody and fuck man, I don't know if it was Cody and Adam <laughs> Page. If it was Cody and Pac. You know what I mean? If it's a, if it's a, if it's a, if it's a number one contendership match or something like that mm-hmm. or if it's something I brewed over from all out. Mm-hmm. Like this had no story, no connection point, no nothing. And you had time. Yeah. And if you had a good match, which Sammy and Cody was, if you have a good match, then you have a run in that match. Come back to, I'm going to be honest. I had, I had to come back to – it's hard for me to give you that for AEW because I, I had to come back to the show. I was watching it, fell asleep, 
It didn't pull me through the show, and then I had to come back to work the next day. For sure. I had to, you know, I woke up, put it on at 3 o'clock in the morning, you know. Uh, it was, and I finished it. It was, and it was, the, that's when I started to, like, say, okay, this is all right. This is good, you know. Because um, that part before I fell asleep, like, the beginning, it just didn't grab me, man. Everything I did with Private Party, I was like... Guys, these guys, the whole thing of private party should create like this kind of vibe, this aura of them, and they just have them just doing shenanigans with Jane and Sai and Bob. Wow. And, and um, so we, we usually have a book in black segment every episode that we do an episode. Uh, booking black, we usually are done on WWE black characters. Do you have something for private party that you were booked them? I'm just saying they gotta change the production of them. Like, uh, I don't mind what they're doing because they're uh-huh. they, as I think they're fine. But put them like, what is private party? Like, you really they say it, it can't be just what is private antics, party? Yeah, you know? what is just, private party? You know? And I want to see more promos with them. I think I want to see more six segments with them. I want to see. Uh, and I guess to get in a rub with Jay and Silent Bob or something, or something and I'm just putting them you in You don't get a rub with me with Jay and Silent Bob. And my thing is, when it comes to booking black for Private Party, I do need the introductory uh, introductory stuff that they did with Sammy Guevara. When they they do, did it on on the All Elite thing, and they did it at, on one of the shows. They yeah yeah yeah, but that doesn't but that that that's just a one time thing. I still like you're signing people that were outside of a a a a frame of mind of other people. Mm-hmm. So you have to be like, hey, like it can't be yo. This is Chris. This is CT. We like wrestling. We do a podcast. Listen to our shit. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, you know what I mean? Any backstory? Where'd you come from? What'd you do? How'd you get into it? Wrestling is the same thing. Private party. Yo, who are you? Where'd y'all come from? What's y'all background? You know what I mean? Who's y'all influence? You know what I mean? Um, what are y'all trying to do? They don't come in like, yo, we're going to change the- like, What are they here? You yeah, know, we, like, you know we want to see it on television, you know, so, and we know where they really got skills. And Jay and Silent Bob ain't it. Yeah, That's the I wanna, thing. I want to see their mic work. I want to see their mic work. For sure. You know, I want to see- For sure. Uh, their mic work, and I want to see them- Go toe to toe with another tag team, like legit. Um, I'm sorry, I thought my dogs was humping, but they wasn't. Um, <laughs> um, so but yeah, with the tournament, I don't know if they're gonna win it. With the- I just want to be entertained with the matches. Um, I would have them go maybe to. They're definitely definitely should win their first match. I'll tell you that. My thing is, I don't even care about the tournament because I don't care about the tag teams because they didn't make me. So my thing you was don't care about the Lucha Bros. I, I mean, I, I I like Phoenix and Penta, and you know what I mean? Shout out to Scorpio Sky, who's one of the the, the few dark spots in the white place over there at AEW. You know what I mean? He's a good talker and he's a good worker, you know what I mean? So, um, but I just don't know about the tag team division because it's, that's my thing with the Lucha Bros. I mean, not the Lucha Bros, the Young Bucks. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. they need to, they, they, you know, I know the top of the food chain is going to have LAX and the Young Bucks, mm-hmm. and you know what I mean? And they're not going to be involved in the tag team division, but they need to use their star power to put somebody over. Oh, the, the, the Lucha Bros the, need to put somebody no, over. No, the Young Bucks need to put, that's what oh, I'm saying. Oh, absolutely. The Young Bucks the, I know they're going to be with, they're going to be yeah, with Santana yeah, yeah, Ortiz, yeah, yeah. so they're not going to be in a championship, but they, they should have been in this tournament because that's, that's, who they are. Yeah. Yeah, we're the best tag team on the planet. You know what I mean? Uh, and we invite all tag teams who can come through right. us. We're the elite. And when they looked linked and up they with the Santana and Ortiz in that match, I thought they had great interaction in that match. Because they have so much chemistry. Yeah, they only, they've only wrestled how many times? Uh-huh. They've only wrestled LAX and Lucha Bros this whole year. <laughs> they wrestled nobody else. 
But yeah, uh, yeah, they need to definitely rub some um, steam onto another tag team. And Private Party could be that team. Private Party should be that team. It should have been that team. So that's, that's honestly out of the other tag teams you're trying to build. Let me see. I think that Lucha Dragons, oh, Lucha Bros. Sorry, Lucha Bros. Uh, Young Bucks, LAX have uh, no like a name. And these new tag teams like Angelico, Jack Evans, and then you have the best friends. I think Street, and this is not just because they're black. I think Prior Party has has the more kind of cachet as far as the person, the, the team to put over. Yeah, and we 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 like their work in the ring. Like that's why we like Private Party. Private Party is just super innovative. They're just like the Young Bucks, you know. So I'm actually looking forward to seeing that match. They should put them over. Um, and so to wrap up the show, um, we did we did business and logic in the not really, but business and logic was kind of like the black uh, audience and the way that we perceive things. Um, going forward with WWE, AEW, Saudi happening, um, the diversity in front of and behind the camera, mm-hmm. uh, business wise and logic wise. Um, where do you see yourself as a wrestling fan um, p- putting the time into it, us setting up production and doing a podcast, um, talking about it, investing our time, watching it, um, you know, business-wise, logically, where do you see the business, yourself in the business? Myself? Yeah. Where, oh, uh, I see myself. I South mean, season premiere, man. Well, <laughs> keeping it keeping the buck, I just want to be a guy who uh, uh, supports uh, fans watching the show. Um and thank you for listening. I want to support the fans of the, of the community. You know, I'm, I'm a guy who's coming from a fan perspective. Um, I don't mean to be too critical of it, for sure. Uh, but I see myself in it, just uh, in expanding the culture, expanding the the. We, wrestling is, is has a space on Fox cable. You know, that's crazy. Like it's 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 happened, guys. Like wrestling has arrived. We got to hand it to the McMahon's as much as we talk shit. They have built this monster of a, of a corporation conglomerate, and it keeps on moving. You cannot stop it. So me, I just find my lane by having this podcast. You know, I've always loved it since I was young. Um, I've watched it since I was like literally born, and I'm gonna just keep talking about it because that's just part of me, you know. And see, and I'll see where the, the energy takes me. So business wise, um, for me, I don't. Attach myself morally to a lot of things. Well, you know, I do, but I don't. You know what I mean? Like, so mm-hmm. I don't want the perception as, oh, he's just an immoral bastard. Mm-hmm. Nah, you know, for some time I didn't participate in watching football um, until my man Colin got the settlement. We don't necessarily know what the settlement was for, why mm-hmm. he settled. You know, he could have went to war with him. He didn't. I would have stood with mm-hmm. him for that in solidarity and wanting to watch sports. Likewise. Um, now, obviously, when you take that settlement, um, then, you know, it's a thing called double dipping. You know what I mean? And granted, black people don't have the advantages to double dip yet. You know what I mean? Like, you can't take their money uh, from the whole entity and expect the entity to then pay you again uh, for, 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 for sport. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, so I get that. You know what I mean? Um, again, you know, the Middle East controversy in WWE taking legit blood money uh, and, 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 and actually watching that and giving mm-hmm. that eyeballs. And, and just staying and, on the note up to date with what's going on and, yeah. and, and speaking, it, speaking about it because it's important that we use a platform for 
speaking truth to power as far as how we uh, the things that we can see are injustices or immoral. Even though we are not the most moral, for sure, people, we all have our for flaws. Sure. Not perfect, but as far as this podcast goes, like you said, I, I'm right with you. Like we have we, we those we, we're going to bring this discussion. You know, we're going to bring those discussions. We got to, and I think. Um, as a wrestling fan, it is is it's not exhausting for me. I'm not necessarily. Uh, my girlfriend calls me argumentative, and maybe so. I was just talking to my son, and was like, "Hey, maybe you might be a lawyer because you're argumentative like your dad." <laughs> you know what I mean? Because my thing is making an arg. Granted, everybody has an opinion. Yeah. Again, wrestling is subjective. Mm-hmm. But at least have some factual attachment behind it. You know what I mean? Like, and my thing is, my logic of it is, is you can't have an opinion on something if you don't know any of the basics behind it. You know what I mean? So, um, I think with wrestling going forward, um, the immoralities and the logic behind how we're marginalized, how we're utilized, how we're exposed, um, our dollar being exploited... Um, I think going forward, now that I'm cognizant, it has to progressively change more for me to be be more like I'm gonna speak about it, but it's not gonna ruin my sleep. Uh You know what I mean? It's not gonna ruin my. It doesn't ruin my sleep. No, no, not with you. No, I'm just. I'm not with you. I'm just saying in general. general, As far as like you know, because I see the like a lot of podcasts is built off of passion. Our podcast was built off of passion, but it's also built off a reason. You know what I mean? And my thing is like I can't get too passionate about something without having a reason behind it. Yeah, you know what I mean. So and wrestling sometimes just doesn't give me enough reason to be passionate. You know what I mean? Like it just it sometimes it just doesn't. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. it just it doesn't. So Mm -hmm. going forward, I think what wrestling really has to get back uh, into doing and when we didn't see so much of it being black and white and having a little bit of colorism in it, I think colorism comes from when you're being creative and when things are being done um, uh, tastefully and when things are done and perspective, you know what I mean? So with that being said, shout out to Kaz being a black writer and being able yes, to influence shout out to Kaz. I was just thinking about Kaz the other day. You know what I mean? Because um, like, I would have loved to write for WWE or I would actually want to wrestle, but my Nigerian parents would not dare <laughs> let me anyway. Not to mention, you know, I have a <laughs> couldn't physically do it. Um, these guys are fucking fantastic what they do. Um, but yeah, uh, just... To, to, to write, we are finding our lane, and it's because of people like us. You know, yeah. we are finding our lane as black voices in this industry, and I'm, uh, you know, I'm just ha- proud, black I'm proud of everybody, yeah. all black creators getting out there. And, and I think that's shout right, to, yeah. Shout out to uh, Black Announced Talent, shout out to Black Wrestling, shout out to the Swerve City Podcast, shout out to all black Twitter creators, because this is what keeps this thing moving as... We move forward, and we're gonna have the discussion. We're gonna have this, and I think, and I think honestly, you know, with us being so invested in something that is so subjective, 
and so opinionated. I think what keeps us grounded is the ability to find business and logic and make sense of it with the creativity. You know what I mean? Like, we cannot, I can't sit here and say that there hasn't been enough black wrestlers creatively that could have moved the needle, you know, when the ball wasn't given to them. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I can't sit there and give WWE the benefit of the doubt with that. I do have to stand in solidarity with my people with that. Mm -hmm. But I'm also going to stand opposed to you when you get upset about Kofi Kingston's utilization when indeed his utilization was high. And if you pay attention to any basketball analytics, anybody can get up those numbers when you shoot in that way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now the, the, the ball has to be spread around. Mm-hmm. The money the money is big. The platform is big. The names are bigger than Kofi. And so we have to find someone in our black skin that is going to raise the bar like these white people do. <laughs> and with that being said, this is the fourth quarter of the, this is the last quarter of the decade. Yeah. Last quarter. You just told last me quarter last of the quarter decade, of the man. Last quarter of the decade. Reasonable wrestling ain't stopping. Nah, man. Amy Louise ain't stopping, man. It's, uh, a, 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 and as far as it going, you talk about the bag, you talk about the money, where are we? Where are we doing that? Um, I think realistically, I think what we should be doing um, is that with obviously logic and business of, of this podcast, um, the expansion and the networking. Um, I think business-wise and logically, it's only smart for us to make the connections within the Black Wrestling uh, black wrestling Twitter and uh-huh. the Black Wrestling Network and, and build those connection points and build a conglomerate with ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think smartly... Um, what's best for us is to find a network or build a network or build a, 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 like MLW Radio Studios or whatever, mm-hmm. and have uh, have us as a. One I mean, stop, we're clearly you know moving, I mean? and people people not just, with us. And, you know, with not, us, not and just us, but and that's what I'm saying. You know, people are Every, talking, people are listening, and I think so. we need. I think so logically, and smart or business wise, we need to get together. I Absolutely. think you know, if you make T-shirts, I'm if you totally do digital is design. If we can do a crossover podcast and get whatever listeners we got to mix with your listeners and have our ideas and our opinions correlate and and mash and go against each other, Mm -hmm. I think that's best for us and us. You know what I mean? So going forward, I think you'll see a lot more reasonable wrestling, especially within this last quarter. We're going to put a lot of video content out. Um, I think every week when we do our weekly shows going here on out, we're going to be behind um, Mm -hmm. uh, or in front of the green screen. So we'll have some visual elements to the show. Um, I think we're going to do what CT has been asking to do for quite a long time. I think we're going to start just uploading the whole show up on YouTube as well. Um, and therefore, weekly content will be generated. That way, you'll get the whole show audio um, uh, and visually. Um, so just stay on the lookout. I got some time. Well, not a lot of time to kill. Um, I probably should start looking for a job, but probably not. <laughs> Whatever. We'll see how things go. Um, but, you know, <laughs> um, but, you know, you know, um, got some time to kill while we're here on maternity and paternity leave with the baby. So do some edits and see, you know, see how this turns out. But I think Reasonable Wrestling uh, will be my best written, best produced, and high spot of every week. <laughs> Absolutely. 
Um, with the uh, action-packed, jam-packed show of wrestling, uh, I mean, a week of wrestling, uh, we had an action-packed, jam-packed show, um, about an hour and 40 minutes. Is there anything that you read through your notes to go through your notes again, jog through your memory? <laughs> no, Every time is. we stop this show, CT was like, damn, we should have said this, man. We didn't say that. I'm like, hey, hey, is there? I am good. <laughs> I'm just really, I'm just really happy, man. I'm just really happy. There's nothing specific to the week of wrestling. I'm just... Honestly, I was very satisfied with this week of wrestling, so I, I was put leave it at that. Um, and thank you, thank you to everybody who, who produced it all, because you know, yeah, you, you we, know, well, I you definitely want to know how hard you guys are working out. Definitely want to give a congratulation, a congratulations to all the production from all the wrestling. Yeah. I've worked the minuscule level of the MLW, and it's very, um, very tedious, very strenuous. Um, so for y'all to be on that main stage, the pressure. Yeah. Um, listen, thank you guys for all thank who you. produced it, all the editors, all the writers, all the production staff for all the wrestling. Um, thanks so to all the wrestlers, thanks, thanks to, to all the wrestlers. Writers. Yeah, so thanks to all y'all guys. Um, and like I said, thanks to the wrestling community because without the wrestling community wanting something, we wouldn't have got what we got, which is one of the biggest weeks in wrestling. Period. We we literally got one of the biggest weeks in wrestling. Put this week up against a lot of other weeks. So this uh, is, and we've been having a couple of great weeks of wrestling yep. this year, and the, the funny part about it is that we're only going to get more. I'm very very happy because of it, man. Th- this uh, this AEW NXT thing is going to be fun. It's going to be fun. So thank you guys for Reasonable Wrestling uh, for listening to Reasonable Wrestling. This uh, episode was sponsored by Learn Sativa University. Mm-hmm. I think if we say that after every episode, we might get sponsored. <laughs> <laughs> We should. We should uh, so, yeah, so shout out to Lunchton TV University. Um, uh, um, shout out to all, like we said, the wrestlers, performers, the writers, mm-hmm. production. Uh, and thank you for uh, Fox and uh, NBC Universal for mm-hmm. cashing out those billions. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, Mr. Khan, man. Yes, thank you. I mean, he didn't cash Tony out the billions, but it was hundred mil. I ain't seen a hundred mil yet. Dog, so. <laughs> I think they need to tap into that that, that that money a little bit more, though. Come on, Tony. You got to ask your pops. Got it. Got to. You can, you, can work, you can work some shit with that production Jack, team. Jack Hager ain't going to cut it. <laughs> <laughs> and just incredible. <laughs> All right, man. We're going to go out, man. Uh, yeah, thank you guys for listening. Thank you. Uh, thank you. And uh, I'm going I'm to head out. I'm going to leave y'all with this. Uh, I got to find it. Um, I, I found something that I, I wanted to play for you guys. Uh, while I we're was bringing back the, the, the outros, no man, we're bringing the, back the outros. Okay, we're bringing back the outros, man. So <laughs> I had something that I wanted to play for y'all before we got out of here. Ah, no, that wasn't it. I'm about to say that was petty. <laughs> <laughs> that was so petty. <laughs> He's like, deal with it. Oh, man. Deal no, with no, it. No, no, man. <laughs> I don't know what I'm... I can't find it, man. Oh. It's killing me. It's killing me. All right, man. I guess I'm just going to end the show. Oh, did I find it? I think I found it. All right. Guess what? Bam, nigga!